Good morning, SunWest, and Happy New Year. Uh, thank you for joining on January 1st as we look forward to 2023. And January 1st is always a, a big day as we turn the calendar year and look forward to the year ahead. It's a particularly big year for me because I turned 40 yesterday. My birthday is on December 31st, and I hit the big 4-0. So I realize that I'm starting to look more and more like my driver's license picture. Uh, but we have these points in our lives where we reflect and look back at ourselves and on where we are and who we are. And we take a bit of a personal audit and think, am I where I thought I would be? Am I the person that I thought I would be at this stage in my life? And we have these milestones. Birthdays are usually one of those milestones. Uh, we also have those milestones typically at the beginning of the year when we make New Year's resolutions. So I'm hitting both of those things at the exact same time. Uh, but I hope that you'll join me in reflecting on who you are, where you are, and where the Lord might want to lead you as we head into a new year. On Christmas Eve, we looked at the theme, Light of the World, because in, J- in John chapter 1, Jesus is described in the, in the Christmas story as when he shows up that he is the light and life of all mankind. And that word life is not just talking about well, it's not talking about physical life, but a, a certain a richness of life, a certain quality of life, life as it was supposed to meant, it was, as it was supposed to be lived. Jesus is the purest picture of life. And so he is the true picture of life and he is the light of all mankind. He is for everybody. He is the one that helps us to see and understand things clearly. Uh, and he came for everyone to be in relationship with everyone. He is the light of the world. That is what we see in John chapter 1. But interestingly enough, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You and I. Uh, it's a collective plural you. Uh, we together, followers of Jesus, are the light of the world. Uh, and so I want to read this passage for you in Matthew 5. Starting in verse 14, it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So John says that Jesus is the light of the world and Jesus says you are the light of the world. So which one is it? Well, the answer is yes, both, that Jesus is the light. He is the light of all mankind. But then Jesus, as he brings light into the world, invites us to be transformed by his presence, by his light. Uh, Jesus says that people will see that light. They'll see your good works and they'll glorify your Father in heaven. And when we read the word good works, we maybe think of all the things that we do, and it can mean that, but it can also mean the result of good works in reference to things like art or things like poetry. Uh, And so part of what Jesus is saying, when people look at you and when people look at me, what they should see is something beautiful. What they should see is the result of God's light in our lives, to the point that they don't glorify us, but they glorify our Father. It's similar to when you look at a painting or a piece of art, and you know the, the painting or the art is, might be incredible, it might be beautiful, it might be inspiring, but you inevitably are led to start talking about the artist who created that piece of art. So this is what Jesus is saying in Matthew 5, is that when people look at us, 
as we've been exposed to his life, to his light, as we've allowed that light to penetrate the dark areas in our lives, we should and ought to be living lives that are more beautiful, that reflect the light of the world. And I find this fascinating because if you were to take uh, a little bit of a survey to check the polls, if you will, about the reputation about Christians at this time in history in the Western world which we live in, would people describe us as beautiful? Would people describe our lives as inspiring? I think they might describe Christians in general in other words, and you can probably reflect and think about what those words might be, but I don't think beauty and being inspirational and living lives that people are looking to emulate, those aren't the things that we're currently known for. In fact, we might be known more for uh, our particular stances on politics, on world events, on being argumentative, on being judgmental, being hypocritical. Um, These are things that people might use to describe Christians today. But beauty might not be one of them. And this should cause us, I think, to pause and say, "What's, what's happening here? I don't know anybody who's currently following Jesus because they lost an argument. But I know many people who are following Jesus because they encountered something beautiful. They encountered something life-changing. They encountered people who had let the light of the world transform their lives to the point that other people wanted to share in that. So, when you reflect on your life, do you see a life worth emulating? Do you see a life that's beautiful? Because I think if we're honest with ourselves... We might agree in principle that Jesus is the light of the world, but have we actually allowed that light to penetrate into our own lives to transform us from the inside out? I remember uh, some 22 years ago, and I've told the story before, and I don't know why I keep telling it because it's a terrible story, um, but I think it makes the point rather, rather vividly. I used to love basketball. I played a lot of basketball, and it was a big part of who I was and my identity as a high school, college player, and when I was playing in college, I was at a Bible college, and there was a particular missionary that came to the Bible college I was at, and he was leading a chapel, and he was speaking in chapel, and he wanted to make a donation to our missions fund at the college, and he said, uh, you know, I'm willing to play anybody in the college a game of one-on-one basketball, and I will, you know, donate $500 to the missions account uh, if uh, if the player from the college beats me, and uh, and so I was you know, appointed from the team to play this guy, and I wanted to play this guy, and and so uh, we we set up this time that evening that we're going to play a game of one-on-one in the gym, and the whole school kind of packed out to watch the game, Uh, and it was a very competitive, close game of one-on-one. We're playing up to 11, and long story short, this guy uh, is down by a point, but he pulls up for uh, a three-pointer and cashes it, uh, makes the basket, and wins the game. And I remember being so livid. Uh, I grabbed the basketball after it went through the hoop, and I hoofed it. I kicked it so hard it went up into the rafters of the gym. I remember my whole school was watching. Uh, and then the, this missionary, yeah, missionary, comes to shake my hand and say, good game at the end of the game. And I turn away, and I don't shake his hand. 
I, had, I have friends that are friends with me to this day from college, but they reflect on that moment and they say, when I saw that, and they, were, they, they didn't know me very well at the time, they said, I thought you were a complete jerk. And they were right, I was. Uh, now, there were certain parts of me that I think were likable and redeemable, sure, but there were a lot of parts of me that I think were selfish and egotistical. And if I'm honest with myself, uh, those types of events weren't just 22 years ago. I have those moments today. I mean, it might be easier for me to talk about moments in the past because uh, they're further back down the road. Uh, but I have those moments where I'm surprised at how I react to something. I'm surprised at how angry I get, how I speak to my wife or to my kids or respond in situations of conflict. And I'm, I, you know, to be honest, I look in the mirror and I said, that wasn't a great moment. That wasn't a beautiful moment. That wasn't reflective of the type of person that I long to be or I want to be. How about you? Do you have these moments where you're surprised? Where you are surprised that you're not further along than where you think you would have been at this point? Where you're still struggling with anger that's always riding underneath the surface or bitterness or unforgiveness? Or maybe you're struggling with the same habit or addiction that you've been wrestling with for years? Or maybe something happens and you get triggered and you respond in a way that's totally disproportionate to the thing that actually happened. I think Christians, followers of Jesus for a long time, have acknowledged that Jesus is the light of the world. That's been a truth that we've been willing to verbalize and to say and to talk about. But have we realized that Jesus has called us to be the light of the world? And there's transformation that is assumed between John 1 and Matthew chapter 5. There's this transformation that's assumed that the light of the world actually comes to me and to you, and we allow that light into our lives, not just because it's true, yes, but because it's also the truth that is going to transform us to become more like that light. As I look ahead to 2023, in particular in the next few weeks, in the month of January, I wonder if you would join me in a journey of courageously allowing the light of the world into the dark places of your heart and my heart, maybe places that we often ignore or don't want to talk about or we feel ashamed about. Because what if Jesus actually is the way, the truth, and the life? What if he is the key to becoming more transformed into his likeness? What if we did the hard work of actually allowing him into those spaces that we've been trying to hide and ignore for years. Well, in January, we're going to start a new series called uh, Break Every Chain. And we're going to do this for the first few weeks uh, starting on January 8th. Uh, and we want to intentionally start looking at becoming the type of people that God has called us to be. Not just affirming the truth about who God is, that's important, but allowing that God to actually transform us. Breaking chains, finding these, these spaces where we're not the people that we thought we might be at this point in our lives and allowing God to actually speak to those things and address those things. This is going to um, all point towards January 27th and 28th, uh, where we're going to have a set-free retreat. Uh, and at this retreat, we're going to put into practice things that 
Jesus and his disciples told us to put in practice 2,000 years ago, things that we often ignore. We want to take active steps between, towards looking at are there people that we need to forgive? Are there things going on in our lives that we need to confess? Are there action steps that need to happen to let God do the work that he wants to do in my life? It's going to be a courageous weekend. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying this month is going to be easy. But often the best things in life aren't easy. And it's true that the easiest things in life aren't usually best. And usually in the new year, we make resolutions, physical goals, financial goals. But perhaps this year, you would join me in making some character goals. Maybe 2023 is the year that you would say, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit into my life, into my heart, to transform me, to be more like Jesus, so that the light of the world can actually transform me so I can be a light in this world. I don't know about you, I think we're living in a dark time that need, and, and people need to see lives that are full of light, lives that are beautiful, lives that don't just talk about the truth, but lives that have let the truth change their lives. So, Sun West, would you join me in this journey? And may you courageously bend your knee to the light of the world. May you allow the light of the world into the dark places in your heart, in your life, so the light can shine through you. And may we be known not just for the things we think are true, but may we be known for the lives that we lived that are beautiful. I'm looking forward to a great year with you. A happy 2023. And may the light of the world shine in you and through you.